Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Secret Sauce, a short podcast by Palantir.net that offers a quick bit of advice to help your business run a little better. I'm Allison Manley, an account manager, and today we're talking about project stewardship with Joe Allen Black and Luke Wirtz. Hello, I am Luke Wirtz. I am a senior engineer and team lead here at Palantir. Hi, I'm Joe Allen Black. I'm a strategist and project manager here at Palantir. So today we wanted to take a few minutes to talk about this concept of project stewards that we have here in uh, Palantir. And when we're planning out a project and planning for a project success, one of the first things that we do is try to identify individuals within our project team who will be responsible for ensuring a project's long-term success from the very beginning all the way through completion of the project. What we want to make sure is that the success is defined not only by the fact that the website does everything that, that they hope and want it to do um, and that we're able to feel um, great about the work that we're able to do. We want to make sure that we're also doing that within the budget constraints, within the time constraints, whatever other kinds of issues that happen to be coming in. We want to make sure that we're, we're making the best site for all the different situations that we have. Yeah, exactly. We have come to this to this point of trying to identify two people to do this from uh, from a long history of really only having one person that tried to embody this from the beginning of a project to the end. And that person ended up going through uh, some unusual changes during the the course of a project, needing to wear many different hats, uh, the the business analyst hats, the um, uh, sometimes just referring to that person as an analyst, sometimes as an architect, sometimes as a technical lead, sometimes as a team lead. It got to be a bit much and um, was oftentimes difficult to transition well from the strategic planning parts of a project that happened typically very early on into architecture and then technical implementation. So we identified that this that this need arose to have two people play playing this part on a project and to to work as a balance and counterbalance for each other. What we're ultimately trying to do is make sure that throughout the process our clients understand why we're coming up with solutions, why we're coming up with suggestions, and how we can best work with them on it. Um, and during the types of projects that Luke and I are on, part of my role will be to go through and, and help determine what are the different features, what are some different ideas that we, we want to have the site include. Um, and then um, working with Luke, we try to, or I'll try to help uh, facilitate the best way that we can uh, implement those in the, maybe the best order for those. Uh, the technical side is left to, to smarter folks like Luke to figure out, obviously. Um, and then we try to make sure that uh, together that the, the options are, um, that the highest quality technical answer that fits within the the constraints that we have within the project. Yeah, it, that's exactly right. We we spend a lot of time talking about what our clients' business objectives are and their goals, and where I really rely on somebody like Jab or somebody in Jab's position is to really have a deep understanding of the client's KPIs and what those might look like in practice, and that. Having somebody who is a coworker and a colleague that does that and not, not being reliant on a client stakeholder to do that for me, it allows me to workshop ideas and 
architect these incredibly huge, sometimes overly complex, some might even be so bold as to say over-engineered solutions and have a, a friendly, friendly face telling me, nope, go try again. It's friendly sometimes, but, you know, depending on the type of project. <laughs> um, it's always done in love. <laughs> but we, we want to make sure that when we come back to our clients and we, we make a recommendation that, that we've been able to talk, that we understand the, the vantage points of both of us, and we're, we're able to go considering what we want to do. Um, we know that we should spend a little bit more time on making sure your workflow is the best because that's, that's really a pain point for you, and we might do that to the... Uh, rather than spend a lot of time on some other flourishes on a project or maybe on a type of project it's really a uh, needs to be a focus on making sure that that speed is in there or that there's something else that really needs to be enhanced and that might have to come at the uh, rather than spending a lot of time at something else so um, what Luke and I are able to do is is really make sure we're keeping each other in check um, and then we bring back the best possible options to our clients to make the ultimate decisions on how they want to spend their budget and how they want to spend their time. Um, but knowing that they've got um, great feedback from, from two folks looking at it from a different vantage point. So what this looks like in practice for us is starting from, from the first inkling of a project when, when we're still just in the very early stages of talking with a client about the potential of, of what they want to build we will assign two people, um, a, a strategist and a technical lead. And it is, it is their job to be involved from the very first conversations that we have about the actual production of, of a site to, to sit in together and hear the same things from their own unique expertise and to be able to, to hear from the clients and, and the many stakeholders that are often involved in those early conversations so that we can fully encompass both the, the business needs and the technical needs that, that may be uh, constraints or desires on the project. So we start this process very, very early on and build a very collaborative process where we're checking in very frequently, we're documenting separately the things that we hear and then bringing our notes together and making sure that we're hearing the same thing and are able to capture the same vision for for what the final product is going to be. And then throughout the beginning of the process, I might be introducing different concepts for how we want to organize our data, how we might want to uh, have different pieces of the site speak to different audiences. Um, while Luke is giving ideas on how we would structure that data, how we would make sure that we're able to uh, put that in a way that, you know, at the end of the day, somebody's going to be able to see that on the internet or, or whatever type of tool that we're building. Um, and as that continues going on, we, we work with our client to get to the best ideas. As his team begins working through the development, um, my goal will be to make sure that, that I'm able to follow up and kind of take a, a different view of it to make sure that gut checking, it, it's working the way we would expect and for the right goals. So we're both definitely involved from, from the beginning and throughout, but the place where our, our two separate disciplines and our mutual responsibilities as stewards on a project intersect, I think is at the data model layer, which is a very developer-y buzzword. So that's my word, not Jabs. But um, the, the output of our data model is typically a complete definition of all of the pieces of information that are going to be on the project 
and what what those pieces of information encompass. And so Joe has worked very hard up to that point to get a full understanding of the individual pieces of information that are necessary to meet the the goals and the KPIs of the project. And I'm working alongside him to define reasonable ways of storing those those pieces of information in a in a uh, well-defined database and and in data structures. And so the the output of that product is then a uh, uh, of that process, excuse me, is a, a data model that the development team can then use to begin layering in uh, interactions and relationships and begin to see the the vision of the full thing come to fruition. So it's definitely a measure twice and cut once. Uh, so we'll spend uh, we'll spend a lot of time talking about what what are the types of pages that we need, what are the types of of elements, and then how do we break that into fields and how do those all relate. Um, so I will be talking with, with, with a client or with, with people that we're working with and saying, you know, we really need a categorization that, that allows us to bucket these items together where Luke will take that and, and using a term like data modeling uh, to turn that into what are those going to look like on the back end and how do we make sure we don't blow up the internet uh, by putting this type of code out there. Um, so we're able to, to have that uh, approach in two different ways that, that ultimately hits that goal. At the end of the day, the main thing that we want to make sure is that any client that we are talking to, any client that we're working with and, and trying to build a project for, we want to make sure that we have the right people around the, the table or the Google Hangout, as the case may be, to, to make sure that we're hearing correctly and exactly what the client needs. Because it's not until we can fully understand what the client needs that we can build for them exactly what they want. So that's really the role of the, of the project stewards is to be there at every moment of the project to, to ensure that we're hearing and that we're listening and responding appropriately. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks, Joe and Luke. That's the end of this week's Secret Sauce. For more great tips, check out our website at palantir.net and check us out on Twitter. Our handle is at Palantir. Have a great day.